0: This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sepharim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit EshelPublications.com. Um, we started, we were holding in, in the concept of Rats of Baruch Hu um, I want to do something a little bit uh, on the hand and, and just refer back at two points that I found to previous um, lectures. The first one is a Kuzari. I think I'd mention it, but I don't know if I gave the exact Maramokom. It was when we spoke about God being one on one side and many in the other way. In other words, when we spoke about evolutionists, claiming the the fact that there's an underlying unity in all living beings as kind of supporting the notion of self-evolution uh, and so on. And we said that it actually fits very well, the picture we have of the diversity coming back into unity. That actually is a point made very strongly in the Kusari. It's the fourth mimer. Um number Chafhei 25 when the Kuzari asks the Chavar to tell him about how about about the um, uh, about the knowledge the Torah has of the natural world and so on and to quote the line he starts off by telling him about Sefer Yetzirah and he says this this Sefer teaches us to see that God's unity and mastery are revealed in things that at one end or from one side they are diverse and very different and from the other side there is a unity and fit between all these pieces and that fit comes from the one who organized everything Um, and he claims that this are the first three words of Sefi Yetzirah, and um, the rest of it is really out of vowel, it's not what we're dealing with, but just this concept that a diverse creation and a, and a single God would mean that creation itself comes back to diversity. The Khazari says it in May Madalet, Chafé, and it's well worth looking at it and remembering it. A second point that I came across today, actually, and I wanted to note, make note of it, is when we spoke about the concept of an in, innate sense of belief and the um, as a sort of evidence of uh, a divine, the fact that we recognize that idea, the rebuttal to that is always that it's a psychological uh, anarchism. It's kind of primitive man was scared and... Uh, he was, and everything was full of boogeymen and he needed God to protect him and it's a father figure and all sorts of psychological explanations um, I came across today it's actually I think it's, uh, it was yesterday's New York Times an op-ed columnist named Charles Blow it's called Defecting to Faith and um, i just reread a few lines most people are religious because they're raised to be they're indoctrinated by their parents So goes the rationale of my non-religious friends. Maybe. But a study entitled Faith in Flux issued this week by the Pew Forum on Religion and Public Life questioned nearly 3,000 people and found that most children raised unaffiliated with a religion later chose to join one. Indoctrination be damned. By contrast, only 14% of those raised Catholic and 13% of those raised Protestant later became unaffiliated. The um, uh, then you know it's a short piece, and he goes on to give his little take on it. I um, no way of knowing exactly uh, how uh, well the study is done. Uh, Maybe it's done. It's not. You know, uh, there 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 are many ways to improperly do a study, but it is published in the New York Times, which means that they found it to be worth noting and credible enough. Um, that, it, I guess it's a respectful study, the, the sense that people who had raised psychologically, quote-unquote, healthy, and with none of these notions of a buggy man and so on, yet felt a certain um, void and something lacking, which might very well be along the lines that we spoke of. Those are just two points I wanted to note, and uh, as a of as a things I said before. Let's go back to the point we're dealing with. We said that Akkadesh Baruch Hu is, besides being a fact, in the sense of Creator, there's a Ratzon there. And this Ratzon is what's called Tov. And this really is the core and the soul of the Torah. Let us be a little more specific about two elements that are included in the Torah we find many times especially in the Ramchal it's a, it's a common common Lashon that he uses Ritsono V'Chochmoso Yisparach Akadosh Baruch was Rotson and Chachma, and the Chachma not being of the um, of the secular type in the sense of the of the design of the universe but rather as related to Torah in, in other words God displayed to us Communicated to us, two um, pillars of the of, of the essence, so to speak, of Hashem. As opposed to his doings and activities, there are actually um, there are two core components of um, of 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 the essence that's communicated to us. Very similar to the way that a person. When we speak of somebody and our relationship to him, we'll say, he's done this for me. He's been there at this and this critical junction. I can depend on him in this and this. He has the following IQ and the following resume. But then I say qualities such as um, we really like each other. There's depth to the person. The, the, The person has soul. There are a lot of descriptions that relate to the essence and to the core rather than just the activities that can be enumerated and so on. So in HaKadosh Baruch when we speak about the essence of HaKadosh Baruch as He reveals Himself to us we come to Ritzono and Chachmaso. Both those pillars reflect themselves in the Torah. The Ramban in Kedoshim very very famous Ramban when he speaks about what is the mitzvah of Kedoshim to you, He's, Rashi learns that it's a very specifically geared for Arayos. Ramban makes a following statement, that Torah consists of protim and kololim. It consists of the details of the law, the letter of the law, so to speak, and it consists of something more than that, and we are obligated to relate to both of them. We're obligated to keep the protim, we're obligated to keep the kololim. And he gives us an example, Kedoshim. He gives us an example, Vasis Tovayasha, He gives us an example, Anochi. In other words, there, the, the sweeping um, concepts that embrace all of the details, that, that the spirit behind it all, that is um, the kololim of Torah and are as incumbent on us as are the details. I would like to give the two terms, name it as such. The details are the Chachma. Um, these are quantifiable, as Chachma is, and you can use rules of logic. The Sechel is the primary vehicle for um, dealing with it, for grasping it, grasping, um, extrapolating it, and, uh, and, and uh, developing it. The part of a Baruch that we, d- we would call Ritzono is not, the the, 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 the the seichel is not a very good tool, or it's not at all a tool to deal with it. It's just like a, a fork is a wonderful, wonderful tool, but for soup it's absolutely useless. Um, it's just not the right tool for soup. And you can stab at the soup all day long, it's not much going to happen there. The, 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 the heart if you wish, let's call it that way, is the tool for picking up Ritzono. But it's the heart as directed by the Seichel. It's not whatever I want God wants, but as the more I've shaped my personality through Seichel to be God-like, the more I pick up the Ruach Advarim. So the obligations that are like Ahava and Yira, that are Kedoshim to you, that are Vasisim HaYoshev all of those are revelations of God's Rotson and we deal with it in ways of our Neshama. Um, there was a word I was looking for last time, I found it, and the word was to resonate. When you have um, two things that are of a similar pitch, and one of them begins to vibrate, the other one vibrates in resonance with that one, um, and that is that is how our rotson becomes akin to the ratzon Hakadosh Baruch Like it says, Bata ratzon chometne ratzono, and he and he'll be a bata ratzon When ratzon meets rotson, when we do things that are le Rotson and so on, we are in sync and both harmonize together. So that is the concept of Ratsan, wanted something. The word that fits, the, the, the root word is tov. The tov is expressed both in specifics, those are the mitzvahs, and in generalities, which is the sweeping concept that sort of uh, connects and brings together all of that. So, we've moved a step. HaKadosh Baruch Hu as a abstract entity, as a kind of cold entity, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu Chachma and Ratzon means he has a goal for the Bria, he wants something out of the Bria, and it is possible to gauge plus and minus in terms of that Ratzon. Am I with the Ratzon, furthering the Ratzon, Embodying the rutzen or thwarting it, um, avoiding it, and maybe rolling back the debris and so on. In order to connect with that rutzen we now need to come to the next step of our amuna, and that is communication. It is all well and fine that there is a god who brought everything into existence and. Put in design and intelligence, etc., etc. It is all well that that God is has a Rotson and he has a Tachos for the bria, but um, he now has to be able to communicate it. L- that brings us to the next step in Amunah, But I would like to skip a few steps because logically, what's going to come later really belongs over here. The concept that we have of Mashiach and Tchias HaMesim belong to this realm of Ratzel. In other words, if not Baruch Hu would not, have any, would not have any goal for the Bria, would not have anything in mind for the Bria, so it would be fine for him to set the stage, let people take care of themselves, exercise their deis and their tzonos, and that's that. And some do good, some don't good. That's not true. But if HaKadosh Baruch Hu had a rotson for the Bria, he had a tachos for the Bria, it is not possible that that not be realized. This is the yesod, possibly, of the das trunas ramchal. the HaKadosh Baruch Hu's rotson is not open for the bait. If he wanted a good world, the world will be good. Um, however, the process of getting there allows for man to get there. But all the things that, like Mashiach, which is one level of Tikkun, and Chir Mason, which is the eventual level of Tikkun, and we will speak about it as we go along, um, and later in order, but I wanted to mention it because in a certain sense, this is logically first. That is a direct corollary of the fact that Koshbur has a Rotsun and a Baruch whose Ratsan is not to ever be thwarted. Um, we say it in, in, when we say down Imam in Fukushima we say the Yes. I guess
1: I'm a little bit confused. On the one hand it seems that there's Ratson which is the general claw which is um, how we relate, you know, how Hashem, so to speak, expresses Himself in this world that we can relate to Hashem, and that develops into chokhmah, right? Which is the details of how right. that ratzon is expressed in this world. But I, I'm confused by Mashiach or Tzias um, amazing being being that ratzon. Because so okay. how do those mit- how, how does the chokhmah deal with that ratzon? Okay.
0: Well, th- that, I guess we're using the word ruts on kind of in two ways. Karish who's ruts for this world was Tov. So a world that is Kolo Tov is what, is what will be. Um, at, and therefore, at the end of days, it will be good. And the world will be good. Now, uh, the the, the, the Baruch who felt that the best would be that we'd be given a chance to develop that Tov. And that's that's where Chafmah comes in a lot more. So a person, the rutsen is, just like, for instance, when you're raising a child, um, and you use different methods in raising him. Sometimes you're all tough, sometimes you're all strict, sometimes you're punished, sometimes you're nice. But um, besides the particular niceness, punishment, whatever it is, a, a child says, well... All my father really wanted was I should grow up to be a Nachas. So there's a sense of the underlying Gretzen which comes and since HaKadosh Baruch Hu Nothing is, it comes to naught of HaKadosh Baruch doing. There will be at the end a ticker. There has to be. And the question is just how much will we be fortunate to deserve? But all of the end things are part of the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um I, the phrase that's used commonly is "sof maize, this is what Hashem intended and therefore it's going to be. But now let us go, so we skip context, but now let us go back to what is the normal step in terms of the animimim, And that is what the Ramam says in Yesod HaTorah. He says, Mi hadas, It is of the fundamentals of the das to know, to realize that a Baruch who gives Nevoah to people now, this is a, um, a w- 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 when the Rambam describes it as a fundamental He doesn't mean it it's a very important thing it, 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 the Rambam, the Rambam means it, 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 everything else will collapse unless this is in place and the reason why emuna is um, in nevuah is one of the gemilchim, and not just another good thing. I mean, we, we, we if we read the Torah, we we believe that a kohen goes in of and he brings Ketores, him, and yet it's not from the ikra emuna. Nevuah is the next fundamental step. If there is no nevuah, if communication between the divine and the human is impossible, then there may be a great God, there may be one religion, we have no way of ascertaining it, and we can't know what it is, and therefore it's all worthless once again. So, Nevoah, in its big sense, means God can and does communicate with humanity. Um, that is, if, if, and many people in the modern world today believe in a God, they believe in morality, they believe God is moral, but the idea that God can and did communicate with the world is something that they just can't accept. But the basis for Torah is nevuah. The Rambam says everybody had a different diagnosis of nevuah in the Maccab of the Torah. Everybody was neviim. What it means is a Navi is someone who is part of God's conversation. The word nevuah comes from the word nifsosayim, the Rishonim say. Which means a word of a mouth. A navi means someone who was communicated to by God, and therefore it is a fundamental of Emuna that um, that there was such a communication. It is also the reason why the belief in Moshe Rabbeinu's nevuah as being unique is going to um, be also a, a, a fundamental, according to Rambam and And this really bothers it's, it's a certain prop i mean Naavour has dozens of points Lamasha It says a navi he, he he falls apart when he when he has a Navo and does this that it's all Emes, it's all torah and if somebody denies any part of Torah he's um a, a, a of sorts um so Naavour's maisha the turt is Naavour's maisha has two extremely significant aspects, one is. All Nevi'im gave us general Musa. Do good, don't do bad, you're sinning, etc., etc. Moshe Rabbeinu gave us very detailed laws. And unless we're to believe that his communication is perfect, the value of the laws are only as good as Moshe, not as good as Akadosh Baruch Hu. If, if we didn't have the knowledge and trust that Moshe, tira, that Moshe Rabbeinu's perception of what a kachbal communicated is perfect. Then, if you bring a tape in a court case, and the tape is scratchy and hissing and blurred, so whatever it, whatever the guy said on the tape is only as good as the tape, and you know it becomes uh, inadmissible just that the, the tape is not clear enough. And um, even if you hear somebody saying something, you say, "Well, it might be just a tape distorting or a different <laughs> word of his." Moshe Rabbeinu's nevuah had to be letter perfect because Torah has to be an absolute um, communication from God. The, the 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 um in 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 movies, if um, if uh, anyone, I I, mean, I don't know today, but in my days a prophet in a movie was somebody with a lot of idealism, a lot of um, fervor for truth and justice, and a touch The Novi was always the guy who was borderline schizophrenic, borderline um, revolutionary, borderline um, noble idealist and courageous person. But you always felt that you're talking with somebody who is sort of skirting on the edge of sanity. uh, if that was true then we couldn't trust anything a Navi has to be go through a long process of being impeccable in terms of his character, his understanding, his wisdom a Suffolk nut is certainly not worthy of being followed Um, that that is so different than the picture we have the Avraham Avinu, the Ramam says one of the two or three things we learned from the Akeda. And it's an extraordinary point that he makes. He says, Avram Avinu was asked to sacrifice his child, his only child, with everything the Akeda includes. So everybody says, well, why didn't Avram Avinu rebel against God and say, I'm not going to do it? That's one question. The Dharma points out a much more practical question. Why didn't he say, you know, I haven't been getting enough sleep lately. I, I, it's not, uh, I mean, you know, it's something I'm eating maybe uh, I I've, I've, you know, I, I need a good shrink I mean if we were to start hearing voices telling us to kill somebody hopefully we would have um, we would still have the good sense to go look for help um, it, 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 you know why didn't he doubt his, his, that he heard right so Ramon says you see from here that the communications of, of God through Navur were as clear to the avos and to the nevium as a friend talking to you and um, th- you never doubt it if you hear somebody talking face to face you you don't doubt that you're crazy and um, even though some crazy people are that madriguer but it's not it's not something that you doubt that you doubt nevur was as clear as reality was for them and that's why torah had to be given to khalil as nevium by definition And Moshe Abed is the one who gave most of the Torah. Um, There is a a smaller version of this, of God communicating, and let's explain it before Matan Torah. Um, In other words, essential communication is Matan Torah, and that we're going to speak about a lot, because that is really the basis for everything that we do and we need to do. But just to give the full picture, um... There are other communications of God. The bria is called mamorim, vaser mamorim nivrolo, vayomer, 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 and so on. Um, the Rishonim all say that um, why is the word amira used, and we will say it in on Shavuos. It, it, you know because it's effortless. Especially the letter of hay is an effortless letter and therefore God spoke to the world with a hey, because it's effortless. That's fine. So why it says a speech rather than a deed, um, we'll say that it's because it's effortless. But why does it say speech instead of thought? Uh, why didn't God just beam his thoughts into the world and make a world? I mean, w- I don't know what thoughts are, I don't know what speech by Kodeshpur, I don't know what deeds are. So, whatever it is, we're using a metaphor. And if you want to, and, and if, if I were to say, if I want to say that somebody is doing something effortless, I say, you know, as soon as he wants something, it's there. I don't say as soon as he yells at the waiter. As soon as he wants something, it's there. So, the, um, the, the answer is, when Akadosh Baruch created the world, he not only brought the things into existence, he communicated something with every piece of creation. So, the Gemara says, had Torah not be given, I could have learned Me Mechasel, I could have learned Gezel, um, I could have learned, um, could have learned um, you know, from Yoyinah, all sorts of things I could have learned from different creations. The reason is because Akash did not only put in things that physically exist. He put things into the Bria that carry a message with them. Um, second thing, uh, people's, what we call conscience, um, is a, a very muffled version of HaKadosh Baruch communicating with us. Don't do it. It's wrong. There's something within us that is a voice um, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu communicating right and wrong to us. And we find Chazal, Baschol, Yotze Mechoref, and so on. So all of these are HaKadosh Baruch Hu communicated to us because the purpose of the world is, there's a purpose. We can only realize the purpose if there's some sort of communication. Avraham Avinah learned Torah from himself. That means that something in himself was picking up, an antenna was picking up God's words. Or, using, I guess, technology gives a lot of wondrous possibilities, God implanted a chip in man that would have a goodness chip. Put it that way, however you want to say it. But there was a message carried from the divine to the human. The problem with all of these messages are that they are very, very vague and... um, they could not. Uh, you could not build anything really solid on it, and certainly the vast majority of humanity, who are all who have a lot of um, a lot of bias one way or another, not in full control of their tithes, etc., um, you could not possibly c- convey God's will in a pure way, and therefore you needed an event like maimonides Sinai. So Asina is called aseris adibros. The difference between a mimer and a dibber is a mimer is when you say something, and even if you're not talking to anyone in particular, the word amira is is correct. In other words, when I'm standing and talking to myself, um, you are say that is amira. Amira is the act. Of vocalizing something, dibur is the act of communicating to somebody. So Amar is God spoke, but unless you were tuned in, and unless, unless you are tuned in, I mean, nobody was around it. Unless you are tuned in, and unless you um, are able, you have a very sensitive hearing, and you can discriminate between background noise and what exactly is Hashem who wants, then without that. That communication is lost on you. dibris are direct. They're focused on a person, and they're focused on people, and there and therefore the communication is much more clear. It's much more direct and does not uh, and and the person senses it at senses uh, it us. We heard our Kesher speaking. A person knows exactly what Kesher Baruch said, and it is um, it, it is very. Easy to get a sense of Baruch, who's Baruch um, Hu's zone from. It. So the next stage is going to be Torah. What we're going to need to uh, to to flesh out for us is what exactly did we receive from Sinai? Um, where does Torah Shabbat and Tare come in? Once again, we're going to need to find. I guess the word would be approaches to proving the Amityus of Torah. In other words, um, we're, we're going to need to ask ourselves what are the um, underpinnings, what, what, what are the his Hizbonism, what are the, 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 the evidence that gives the Torah the stature it has in terms of its emis, um, how do we discriminate between that and uh, other works that also claim to be of divine origin and people swear by it and kill by it and so on Um, where we find it unique and the same thing like when we speak about Kaddish Parapu we're we're not going to find proof Um, uh, you're going to keep finding evidence and as important as it is to be, to, to be Machazik and Munah in Akash Baruch as such, and Munah and Torah in some ways is much more significant. A, because we usually have a bigger design with Torah than we do with uh Baruch because Akkadosh is an idea and it's, it's fine to believe in it, it doesn't matter, I think mean, Torah is mechayv an awful lot. Um, also Torah is something, also Baruch himself, it's a vague idea that the Creator which kind of, not, it's not, it is very difficult to really, it, it, to um, disprove it. It's, it's a, it's a, it's, you know, it's not, since since Boko is, Kaviyahu is not at all tangible in any way, so disproving it is also hard. And it's like we said before, you c- it's a kind of guessing game. If I were creator, I would do it differently, so hence it can't be the creator. But when you're talking about Torah, you're talking about a very specific document. You're talking about a very specific, Um, words, and the ability to refute is much stronger. So all all above, we're going to need to discuss what do we get at Sinai, the different parts of Torah, um, how do we know, and and, um, what guarantees do we have of their validity.
1: Mm -hmm. So, um I, the, I'm assuming the Ratzon of Hashem from creation until today, so to speak, has not changed. Yeah. So if through the Marmaros, Hashem was sort of speaking, he was communicating his zone but in a much vaguer fashion. Right. And through the Debros. So I'm just trying to understand how, you know, for example, Adam Arishon he only had basically one mitzvah, so to speak. Right. Then Abraham Avinu he was able to intuit the whole Torah. Right. So if the Ratzan has always been the same, was the chokhmah of the of the Torah of the six hundred thirteen mitzvahs, was that always innate in the bria, or is that something that developed over time based on where the Bria was? In other words, w- why do we say that Adam Ravinu was able to understand Torah through himself, whereas Adam Rishon, we don't hear about Adam Rishon putting on filling and Adam, Adam Rishon keeping everything. Where wh- wh- do things change along the line there? Um,
0: does, does this yeah, it, it's a very it's a good question. In general, first of all, Adam Rishon it seems to be of a whole different nature. And, you know, it, it's like there's a different world. There's a world of Adam Lifner and then after the One would assume the following. That, I mean, it, it, it says it pretty much. Mitzvahs can all be part of one um, entity. In other words, the mitzvahs can all be compacted into one great mitzvah other mission had a Mrs. Essay and a was loss Essay. Um, the work on the trees in Gan Eden was the sum total of all Essay's. And in, in other words, the form that it took was lava L'shamra L'Ovda, and the Los Essay's was Nati T'Chenei The, um, w- it, in a certain sense that's closer being a Karish Baruch Hu is one this is a, a, it's a picture it's a picture of the Emes that's close all of good is one all of bad is one similar to the Rambam saying that all mitzvahs boil down to Hashem's achtus and all various boil down to Abodezar once man failed at that task then it became broken down into bits and pieces allowing for It's like Marshall Mardavadema. If you make a machine out of cast iron, the whole thing is cast. It's very strong, but if something breaks, you've got to throw the whole thing out. It's like uh, the electrical stuff we have today. When I was young, the TV set had bits and pieces. It had tubes and wires, and there were people who were TV repairmen, and you took out the tubes and put in those. Today, if, um, if the board goes, Everything goes. No, you can't fix a board because it's one piece in a certain sense. Um, on a practical level, it's one piece. So um, it's, it was a certain way of recasting the world with a possibility for Tikkun. It's something that it's off topic and, and we should go into it discussing about different failures of the Bria and Tikkun of the Bria and is that a reflection on shortcoming um, of Kodesh Baruch or not, Tshuva was created for the world was created. The, the concept of the world moving into a world of Tikhav, meaning that has the possibility to rectify itself, is is really the topic we're talking about. So it is something, but, but the basic, the, the the general answer would be all, all of our mitzvahs together were in the Le'ovda, and all of this, the the various war th- in the low soho that that's it, it, um, it, it, it all came there it once that failed it, it became broken up into a lot of pieces and do this do this do this, that um, let's give a muscle just let's say you're teaching somebody to, to play basketball to dance if somebody's intuitive he sort of picks it up as it is, and you, you know you you, you, you help him a bit if somebody's bad at it, what you do is you break it into pieces. And you you try to break this, you, you make steps out of it. And, and each step, the guy can practice until he's able to do the whole thing. So breaking something down into components, into pieces, into steps, is a way of making it accessible to people that just couldn't handle the whole thing in one shot. It's like if we were to give ourselves a muscle, all of the itzaharas haras that we have for all the different Averas were in one aver of Ine Imagine take all your Itzahir, it's hard for Taiva and for covid and for khila and for and, and, and for everything we have in and Mammon, Put it all together and there's one aver that this is it's it's like double nothing. We either somehow find the strength to stop ourselves and then that's it or the chances are very, very powerful that we'll fail. So our katshpohal broke into pieces, so we can work on taiva separately, on chem separately, on a separately, and on kinna separately, and so on, and then be talking ourselves. Okay.